Hi, I would like to open this episode by thanking some people, people like Teddy Buffa, Glenn, Scott Jarvis, Evan Parker, and Pat Lashinger. All of these are people who have gone to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and kicked us a few bucks. Uh, that goes a long way toward helping us make this show and the other shows on the network, and we really appreciate it. That is, once again, patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about Fallout 4 Far Harbor, the expansion pack that Bethesda released in May of 2016 and the biggest of the expansions of the DLCs uh, that they put yeah. out for Fallout 4. Far Harbor. Far Harbor. Harbor. Ciao there. <laughs> um, yeah, when yeah. when you get nasal, it gets down. It gets that gets closer to Boston. Yeah, you, yeah. you got to keep it back in the throat toward the middle, middle uh-huh. and up for for Maine. Yeah, it it's good that somebody finally put out a game about how unrelentingly weird East Coast Island people are. <laughs> I don't know if you ever like like hung out. It's but it's it's a weird scene. <laughs> like this is this is a pretty accurate depiction of what. Yeah, the East Coast Maine Island folk are. Yeah, no, I've never, never, never been up there. You know, I think the furthest, furthest north on the East Coast I've ever been is New York City. You know, sure. Um, uh, so I haven't been up there, but because of my Stephen King fixation, and then just the fact that because of that, a lot of a lot of horror stuff takes place up there. I've always kind of idol, I like idealized the 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 uh, northeastern island life kind of thing. So that sure. we, that weirdness isn't uh is 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 more of a and of course I'd, I'd go up there and I'd immediately be iced out as a you know as as a leafer yeah, iced out yeah. as an outsider. You'd also wouldn't be rich like Stephen King or his protagonists. Yes, who all have like big four bedroom houses. <laughs> yeah, and shit like that. G- g- gigantic lake houses and stuff. Yeah. That would be a problem. Yeah. No, he but... idealizes it because I, I imagine Stephen King can idealize anywhere he lives. P- pretty pretty much, yeah. You know? But even just in media, yeah. I like that. I like the uh, this the the stick to your selfishness. Same reason why Alaska is attractive to me, you know? Oh yeah. 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 And Innsmouth. Of course. <laughs> the, um... <laughs> yeah. But no, far, far Harbor has made me think like, yeah, oh, maybe like going into, going to bar Harbor might not be that bad. Becoming a water person. <laughs> like that's, that's the theme. Like we get at the end of the year, you and I are both thinking about becoming water people. Uh huh. <laughs> and just like, we're just going to become weird coast people. Uh-huh. Stop wearing shirts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, just like always damp. Oh man, you know? just bar- barnacles. Yeah, bar- yeah <laughs> every just, surface. Just gross. Like we're just, yeah. we're just become water people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, looking forward to. It. There's a cooler on the porch. 
You never put anything into it, but you, it's always just full of like whatever you need sandwiches, <laughs> yeah. like really horrible beer. But you, you can tell it's horrible from the graphic design, but you've never heard of the brand. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, Chumley's Fresh or yeah. something like that. And you're like, hmm, would you like a can <laughs> of chums? What the fuck are you talking about? Can, can, you know? can, can, can I get some Narragansett? Oh, college boy, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, you're not going to fit in very well here. And then you get, uh, like, keel hauled out to sea. Yeah, yeah. You know, a duet of pleasures. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so this game, uh, this uh, this plot is about uh, taking a case from the Valentine Detective Agency to find a family's missing teenage daughter, Kasumi, who fled north in her boat. Yes. And you and, go. Uh, this is this is based on a real town, mm-hmm. uh, Bar Harbor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is uh, the, the, this is up in Maine. Uh, it's a it's a, it's a pretty pretty fair distance away. If I was comparing mm-hmm. this uh, to like Fallout Three DLC, I'd say this is uh, this is it's Point Lookout. Lookout. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like in all ways, mm-hmm. like in terms of being you know more interesting, a cooler place to explore. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, you know it it is. It's Point Lookout. Yes. Uh, there, there's even a quest that uh, involves a hallucination, which we're going to talk about, which is fun. Yeah. This, uh, the, the Fallout 4 is relentlessly being in love with Fallout 3. Yeah. As it said. Um, um, uh, one of the things that's real cool about uh, Far Harbor and the island that it's on is that uh, there are three factions here. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're all real cool. And the tensions between them are pretty neat. So you got the... Uh, good. Yeah. I was going to say that one of the things is like some of the theming and story of Far Harbor is a better version of the theming and storing of story of Fallout 4. Yes. Like imagine the arguments, some of the arguments presented in Fallout 4 being presented with more nuance mm-hmm. uh, and interest. Yeah. Like the, the, the real people stakes feel more real. The synths case feels more real and, and more urgent. And then the children of Adam who are kind of a wild card stand in for like you know, bad guys Yes, in this. While they're still dumb cartoons, they're <laughs> more interesting than they were in Fallout 3. Of course. That was just two, it was four guys worshiping two, a bomb in the center of town. Yeah, two, 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 yeah. two wacky guys. Yeah. yeah. No, there, there's, there's interest. I, I didn't do a lot of that stuff. I did as much as I needed to get where I needed to go. But, like, there's sure. a lot of cool, like, uh, like just internecine struggle between like the different yeah. factions within the church, you know, hardliners yeah. and people who are more interested in coexisting, you know? Yeah. It feels like a religion. Like it feels like a post-apocalyptic religion. Yeah. You know, which, which is what you want. Yeah. Uh, but you have Far Harbor, the people of the town who have been uh, mm-hmm. pushed off their land, uh, off to live on basically a jetty. Uh, you have the synth yeah. re- refuge of Acadia. Um, uh, which the main story concerns, concerns itself with primarily, uh, and then the, uh, the children of Adam, and I'm going to say it, I'm just going to disclaim it here. I'm going to call them children of the Adam, uh, because I played that fighting game a lot. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, and they fight the X-Men at the end. Of course. It's really it's, weird it's how really they swoop weird. in. Yeah. yeah. Just like all the um, fog the- goes away. And then who's that in the sky? It's Storm. Yeah, Storm took care of it. <laughs> By the goddess, <laughs> the synths shall have their refuge. Um, the uh, This fog that we talked about, so uh, we're going to talk about uh, this a lot during this episode. Mm-hmm. But the island is overtaken with a radioactive fog. Yeah. Um, the children worship this fog. Other people fight against it with these really cool looking machines called fog def- uh, condensers, which kind of weave it like exactly like cotton candy. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I was just like, that, the fog was delicious. Like later you find solidified fog. And I was like, I uh, take a bite of the forbidden chew. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, take the forbidden chomp. Yes. You know, 100% would eat the fog. Yeah. Um, this, you know, makes it sound a little bit like Dead Money from uh, New Vegas mm-hmm. or something like that. But it's it's great because uh, for many reasons. One, uh, it's not a rad storm and it's not the glowing sea. Mm-hmm. Um, the fog is a problem. It's radioactive, but it's not um, as radioactive. Like you're not in immediate physical danger from the fog. You're in immediate mm-hmm. physical danger from things that hide in the fog. Yes. Uh, and that's what this does really, really well. The mm-hmm. fog is purely there for like obscuring sight lines and atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And as a narrative device, it's kind of a red herring in terms of a, a player environmental hazard. Mm-hmm. Um, the hazard is that you're walking through the fog and like a big gulper comes out. <laughs> yep. Just, like just, just kind of slams across. It plays in harmony with uh, the kind of terrain design. You know, this mm-hmm. is one of these, you know, it's a, it's a rocky northeastern island. So there's a lot, there's lots of ups and downs um, in the terrain. It's real mountainous. Um, there's lots of uh, like, like forest area, like a, like a big part of the island here is just a, like a national park. Uh, and spooky thing, forest. yeah, uh, so you got a spooky forest, you know, and it's not just the monsters who hide in there. You also have the trappers, which is, I think mm-hmm. the most interesting take on the Raiders outside of like the great cons where you get to like yep. know the individual characters there, these trappers, you know, they, 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 they suit up to live out in the fog. Uh, they don't trap animals. They trap people. They're cannibals. Yep. Yeah. Uh, better Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, they and sometimes they wear those ridiculous lobster trap hats. Yep. <laughs> Good lord, uh, are those funny? Yeah, <laughs> like it's the dorkiest thing in the world. Like it's supposed to be a helmet, but like, yeah, you, know, you trapped um, your head. And and, and like uh, the, like the monsters are really cool. Like down down by oh. the low lying areas, like there will be uh there will be like glowing you know uh, reeds or whatever. Well, that might just be foliage, or it might be an angler uh lure you know trying to lure you in, right? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the uh this is the best monster design that bethesda's ever done yes um certainly the best monster design in fallout 4 but even i you know i'll expand that to the the whole company yeah um the uh the monsters in this are great <laughs> like all of them are, are super good they're more uh meaningfully and interestingly designed mm-hmm. than the main ones of fallout 4 which are already improvement in fallout 3 yeah um you know we talked about the gulpers the gulpers are a big deal like yeah. you come to this late, uh, they're really hard to fight. They just kind of charge you, of course, mm-hmm. uh, but they're really difficult yeah. uh, to deal with. They they come rolling deep. The uh, the anglers, uh, those are really cool. Like you can get fooled by them. Like mm-hmm. is in their name. Yeah, um, they, there's they, a monster. They play like uh, they they play like this this uh, expansion's version of Death Claws too. Like they're yeah. they're they're flying hellfish basically. They're yeah. big big yeah. muscular bipeds. Yeah. Well, the, the fog crawlers, which like they d- take the Mirelurk Queen kind of archetype, but like mm-hmm. what if it was uh, a little bit weaker but way faster? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a real problem. Yeah. Uh, and then there's like a marquee monster, which like you know. <laughs> The uh, it, that in, in the game that only shows up a couple times, like there's a mini boss, right? Um, and uh, I don't know whether I, I care about spoiling it. The, the the moment when it pops up is really good, yeah. Well, it didn't pop uh, up in a story thing for me, it was just out no, in no, the no. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was just out in the world. I, I mean, so like, I don't know when we would talk about it other, other than this. Um, I say let's do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's giant hermit crabs, uh, <laughs> I love it in, so in the, in the much. Game. Yeah, they and they they're giant, so they found like a hermit crab mm-hmm. uh, in real life. Will just kind of uh, amend itself to anything. It'll use anything as a, that it can grab onto as a home. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, shells just happen to work out. Yeah. But that's not that's not necessarily your preference or anything. You've seen them in those little plastic football helmets and shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, giant hermit crab, like the size of a van, might use like a van. Yeah. Uh, you so know, as, as a shell. You, you walk up and you think, oh, yeah, that's just like half of a bus. I, You know, that might as yeah. well just be a log or whatever. And then it starts charging at you. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like a dumpster. Yeah. I think, there, I think there's two different kinds of them. I think there's dumpster ones and, and, and they're great looking. The way they're animated is really scary. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, uh, they constantly like spitting out clutches of kids. Uh huh. <laughs> they're like disgusting. Uh, but I also, I love them because they're not aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else in, in Far Harbor is hunting you once you get to the fog. This is something you stumble upon when you're in its turf. Yeah. And I, I think it, as a monster design, lends to the sense of hostility and like you shouldn't be here. Yeah. Which yeah. is uh, echoed with the the way that the characters act as well, the denizens of Far Harbor. Like this whole thing is, in, in some ways, it's the opposite of uh, Nuka World, and that Nuka World was an inviting place mm-hmm. that uh, got, you know, is now. You know, they literally draw you in. It's a trap. This is a place that was off-putting, and the the war and the radiation has made this even more off-putting. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not meant to be here. No, and ev- everything everything is telling you to get away. Yeah, and that that's great. That's a great feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the monsters are extremely cool. Weird underrated section part of the monsters is that uh, they come with their own array of meats, mm-hmm. you know, which always happens in Fallout. Uh, and these are very useful. Um, the gulpers, when you kill them, uh, I think it's the gulpers, you can make a like a gulper slurry or something like that that turns you invisible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is real sci fi and dumb, but at the same time is like really useful. Yeah, why not? To just like, stealth around with a bunch of 10 second invisibility potions. Yeah. Stealth boys are expensive and rare. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a uh, very useful. Um, oh yeah, so all all the factions are good. All the monsters are very good, mm-hmm. uh, and then the atmosphere is just incredible. Yep, um, it's scary. Yeah, like it is. It is scary. It is cool to explore this this place. It's smaller than Nuka World, but way more dense. Mm-hmm. It feels like and way less modal. Um, there are a lot of areas you'll go into that are not story related. You know, you talked about running into the hermit crab. Yeah. This is something where you're just ex- rewarded for exploring. Like there are whole quests and whole cool things, you know, that you're not sent to. You just stumble upon them. Yeah. And um, I, I fought well, that hermit crab just as I, I like after, as I was leaving this bar that I was exploring just over on the West yeah. coast of the Island. Yeah. The, um, the, uh, drive-in movie theater <laughs> yep. like that's a great little set piece that's not attached to a quest yeah you just uh, it Anything? even has its own radio uh radio frequency you can tune into yeah like 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 a drive-in it's it's very uh it's very good in that respect and it gives you that um home base versus venturing out into the unknown mm-hmm. feeling yeah uh in a way that is more foreboding than the main game yeah uh, you know the commonwealth is sunny and, and beautiful yes this is this is not yeah the, the, there is no vista there's no horizon that you can see in here everything is very yes. claustrophobic and cramped in i'm i'm a little bit bummed that i came to this so late that i was a bit over the settlement game you know still think the settlement mm-hmm. tending is is neat and good it's just you know i'd played the game by i've played the game for like 90 hours by the time i started this so i was yeah. a bit eyes on the prize to a degree um but i imagine mm-hmm. like settlement keeping in this is like different because of the fog you know you actually have to set yeah. up a perimeter with those things well and if you're coming here early when you're still kind of dependent mm-hmm. uh on that it's really uh you, you need to set up a, a little home base like you need to set up a little settlement stuff and attach yourself set up trade lines yeah 
the the mainland, especially if you're cruising around in power armor, which you might want to be doing, mm-hmm. just so you can repair it and keep it in repair. Like there is that sense of being an expedition. Yeah. Uh, in this for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the settlement stuff is also cool in that uh, you it's narrative. Like you come up, you find settlements for people who live in Far Harbor mm-hmm. who want to expand. Like you help them take back the land. Yeah. You know, which is which is the, not a theme in in Fallout 4, really, that is successfully executed on. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, the people of Far Harbor are really endearing. You know, you end up doing those quests, and there's an amazing payoff for doing the side quest that is just not present in mm-hmm. the main game or even in, like, Fallout 3. Like, you, you want to. If, if, if there is, if you want to find an ideal outcome or what, you know, could be argued to be an ideal outcome, you need to help these people. Um, yeah. And that involves, you know, helping them get their farms back and stuff. Yeah, it feels good. Again, it's it's Fallout 4, but better in yeah. terms of the theming and stuff. That is stuff that you do through Radiant Quest, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just randomly generated quest in the first game. Yeah. Uh, and you kind of have to squint your eyes to make happen. Yeah. You know, like, yes, you're building settlements. That, like, yes, you're turning them to farms, but they're just filled with bots that yeah. tend the tomato. Right. <laughs> Here, it's like individuals who ask you for help in concrete ways that are that are authored mm-hmm. you know it, it it's a issue of scale yeah you know it, it's the the kind of thing that fallout 4 wanted to do and and did successfully to a degree but you have to do a lot of rounding yeah is done much easier on a smaller scale mm-hmm. much better and more complete yeah love it um yeah, it's it's really good. Um, so you navigate these these different factions uh, while you know trying to help uh, Kasumi. Um, you know who who we'll talk about. Who's also a pretty good character. I like mm-hmm. Kasumi. Dima is a, a standout. I think Dima is a great character. Agreed. In this. Uh, we'll talk about Dima. Um, I really love that performance, and I think that Dima is really well written on the Fallout mm-hmm. Four scale, and even kind of in the video game scale. Like, yeah. I think Dima is very good. It's a real interesting. Um, it, it's a re- he presents a really interesting moral moral choice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, again, and it's similar to the moral choices in Fallout 4. It's just better. Mm-hmm. It's more nuanced. It's less baby. Yeah. You know, it's not insulting. <laughs> um, the, uh, so you do this while you're, while you're helping. Uh, Bethesda designed this expansion uh, because with, around feedback with the dialogue system. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody likes that in the main game. It's better yeah. now. Um, there are reasons to ask about stuff. And actually, you know, it's in the main game, the, the move is just say yes or no. Mm-hmm. And every other option is a you know, a dumb trap like yeah. to waste your time uh, <laughs> here. It's worth talking to people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, they are checking for your, like the things that you have talked about in the past. It just feels like, like the, the, the dialogue is connected to actions that you've taken outside of the dialogue in a, in yes. a good way, you know, um, you know, ultimately that, uh, that, that comes to a head in the interaction that I described earlier where the, you know, townspeople either, you know, stick up for you or don't, but like within the individual discussions, um, it feels like it is a part of the world as opposed to just this weird little, um, uh, dialogue box, the system prompt that comes up every once in a while, uh, yeah. that pulls your focus to it. On, on top of that, uh, characters, so we talked a lot about when we talked about the main game, um, characters, you you not being able to say something that would be very logical for your character to say, mm-hmm. uh, and thus uh, everyone feeling kind of fake. Yeah. And this this is better about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can bring up, you know, you may have cogent points to say to Dima, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Dima will respond with explanations yeah. of these things. You know, we talked about uh, with Father... 
like how that would have papered over a lot if he had just been like, yeah, the guy before me is a real asshole. <laughs> right. You know, uh, but they just don't have that, that you can't confront him about anything because it's, it's a game with bad dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> in this game, in this expansion, that stuff is better. Uh, you can confront people with their moral feelings and stuff, and they have a rationale. It's still up to you. Know, it's still a role-playing game. It's up to you whether you agree with that rationale or accept it, mm-hmm. what you do with that. But there, there's one there. Yeah. And that can't be uh, overstated, how important <laughs> that is to making it feel like a story with characters. Extremely important. In it. Yeah, it's it's quite good at that. Yeah. Um, and I would say, again, pretty good on the scale of video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not best in show or anything like that, but it's you know way above average for Bethesda and average for video games in that respect. Yeah, they're not invested in uh, making and acting like you are the first person to think about the way this world works within the world yes. itself. You know, well, and that's on top of like nobody is making you their god king. True. Yeah. In this either, you know, like you, you show up and people will allow you to join their faction, but mm-hmm. even the non far Harbor factions keep you at a distance. Yeah. Um, it's, you don't get that like dumbass, you know, I guess you're the king of the brotherhood now, <laughs> you know, for shit. Like it just doesn't do that because that stuff was stupid. Yeah. You know, it, it always like you accept it because it's Bethesda and this is their genre, but like that shit always kind of sucked and was dumb mm-hmm. and things just make more sense here. hundred you know? percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in addition to uh, fixing some of the dialogue concerns people had, they also noticed that people were really cl- clamoring for uh, new places to explore. Uh, so mm-hmm. they added in, you know, they, they, with with this one, they made it a whole new biome, a whole new island for you to go and take a look at. Uh, because of that, this ended up being a lot bigger than Bethesda had planned. There was a you know controversy about this. The season pass was initially uh, announced at thirty dollars, and then bumped the price up to fifty. Uh, mm-hmm. I could, I can understand people being, being, being salty about that. Um, especially yeah. if they had, uh, if they had already like pre-ordered or something like that. But, um, it, you know, it is, I, I'm, I'm happy that we got Far Harbor as it is as a result of that. I think $50 is a fine price to pay for all of the DLCs together as yeah. they are. Yeah. You know, but I, changing it is, is, I can see that being problematic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's also another controversy. Um, there are similarities between the quest in it called brain dead and a mod called autumn leaves. Mm-hmm. They both have a similar setting and concept. Um, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Though. <laughs> the mod's creator, uh, Baron Von Chateau. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he has an actual you know, name, but I figured out uses, yeah, he uses pen name. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, from, from a Shea lounge in a, in a Bavarian manse. Yeah. Being uh, fed grapes individually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while taking a break from breaking out with uh, Gabriel Knight, he he told uh, told about this and he he seems he's he's all right. Yeah. Yeah. He said, OK. Yeah. It, it wasn't like uh, he didn't like file a lawsuit or anything. I could see, you know, I could see uh, arguing either way about it. Um, yeah. yeah. That stuff is so. So you know, there, there's only so many stories. Right? Yeah. Like at a certain point uh, th- that's been in the news lately because of the Matrix sequel. Mm. And the that ripped off the Invisibles has been popping up, again. Oh, weird. and it's like that just that that feels like a concept that people were gonna stumble upon. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I like the Invisibles a hundred times more than I like the Matrix, and I don't think anybody ripped anybody off. I think that it just happened. You know, yeah. it's a story archetype. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, uh, no, no clue. I, I don't have enough information to make a judgment. It seems it, it, either of them seems likely. Uh, that's going to be it for our generalities. Uh, go back to the other episodes 
for all the you know how this game plays and the like. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be new, you know, there's some new equipment, some new kind of gameplay concepts and stuff. We're going to discuss them as they as they show up. Yes. And this. Um, that, that this this will be it for uh, for the preview version um, of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to get the full version, you can go to patreon.com slash TV and get the uh, get the whole thing and uh, access to I think all like I think 30 something now full uh, premium episodes we've done. Mm-hmm. And yeah. more to come. Yeah. Uh, if you are, he- well, you won't be hearing this on an early release. Thank you for watching Duckstream. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't I, watched it. Yeah. I, 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 I am positive that unless somebody gets shot on air, it will be good. So, yeah. Uh, and we'll see you next week with the uh, dispatch where we'll be announcing February's games and uh, reading your responses. Uh, it is too late mm-hmm. to send in responses uh, about this. Uh, yeah. but uh yeah if you have thoughts about super mario 3 um uh, uh, uh oh gosh dark messiah of might and dark magic messiah. yeah mm-hmm. or the sinking city go to duckfeed.tv contact and write those in by january the 15th and we'll see you next week <laughs>